Hello and welcome to another episode of Behind the Shield Wall, the P- Shield Wall production podcast, where we just kind of talk about anything that comes to mind. You know, we got some structure in the other ones, you know, tabletop, lore, anything nerdy, but forget you know, all that. Forget all that. We're going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. And I guess tonight we're going to talk about a little bit of Blood Bowl and then see where the winds take us. Yeah. And man, has it been windy lately? <laughs> no, it really has, though. Like, no. Like, shit, like, Chicago is. the video of the uh, little girl who opened her screen door and got blown, like, ran hold, hold the screen door. And her mom's cell phone. Yeah, and her mom's cell phone. And the scooter does a complete, uh, like a 180 degree flip. Oh, and, and she holds on the whole time. <laughs> she's off the porch over, the, over like a three foot drop. Jeez, is she okay? Like, yeah, that's why she held on the whole time. Okay. And the but funny was, part is because we went when we went to lunch because I had showed Nate the video when we sat down. Yeah. Was this today? No. Uh, oh. uh, I think Wednesday. Yeah. No, I was there yeah. Friday. So it was Friday. Okay. It was Friday. We were. Discussing, but I think the video happened on Wednesday. Oh yeah, the, of course yeah. it would happen on Wednesday. Fuck man, like yeah, oh. it was almost blowing me over. Yeah. And the funny part was, like as we saw in this, because it was on like some TV news show or whatever, they were interviewing the mom and the kid that it happened to. The kid does fucking pull-ups for fun. No wonder she was strong <laughs> enough to hold on. And we're not talking like you know ten-year-old. This is like a three or four-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And she does fucking pull-ups. I'm sure, DCFS was knocking on the door, just like um. I have a word with you. <laughs> when you only have, like, you know, 20 pounds to move. <laughs> well, exactly. no, like, he was knocking on the word to talk to the parents. Like, well, we're going to have a word with you about endangering your child. You saw the video. The child was not in danger. <laughs> and the funny part was the mom said, like, because I had read the article Wednesday yeah. when I saw the video before. So I got to update Nate on it. Um, the mom, like, at first she was freaked out when she saw her daughter. And then, like, when she watched the replay of it in the house from uh-huh. the security camera, she couldn't help but laugh because <laughs> even her daughter, like initially, is freaked out, right? But thought it was fun as hell, right? It's your own personal Disney at home, man. <laughs> it's cheaper than Six Flags, that's for sure. Goddamn right. <laughs> and that it's you know, a free and B not what fifty bucks to get in. Yeah. Well, and actually, maybe since it's your own house, it's a little more expensive than Six Flags because it's a house. <laughs> <laughs> But as long as there's a strong wind, you could do it over and over and over. It's kind of like living at Six Flags, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to do with customers. Yeah. Yeah. Like guests. Yes. Well, I mean, you do have guests. Just, you know, unfortunately can't charge people admittance into your house. <laughs> or can you? You can, but you good could, luck having them actually pay. Yeah. <laughs> or show up. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to find something else to do tonight. Be <laughs> <laughs> way to... Um, if you have relatives you don't necessarily like who are from out of state a long ways away who can't necessarily afford a hotel, just like, hey, welcome, you know, hey, good to see you. Um, yeah, that'll be a $50 entrance fee. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's cheaper than a hotel. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, but anyway, yeah, don't Friday, do Friday, that Blood Bowl game we had was wonderfully crap. Yeah. The dice Maybe- bowl. Oh, like, like the, the dice, like, the, the first, like, what, three or four turns between the two of us, the dice were just shitty. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, shitty. Yeah. And then my elves figured out how to hold the ball. Yep. <laughs> and my dwarves just could not do anything to save their lives. They they were still a little hungover from the party <laughs> the night before. Yeah. They were, like, pre-part, they were pre-gaming it. <laughs> they, got, they were in the tailgate party on the way to the game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think the idea that in the, even in a fantasy setting, there's still tailgate parties. Yep. You get wagons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'd be a bit more... Um, I think I'd like 
Blood Bowl style tailgate parties more than I'd like NFL style tailgate parties because it's like a Renaissance fair before football. Yeah. If that happened at every football game, I would be a sports fan. Let's go to Minnesota. (laughs) 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 I hate you so much. (laughs) It's it's about right. (laughs) You have Vikings everywhere. Yeah. And a lot of them do dress up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, hmm. If you drink enough, you won't notice how the game is going. <laughs> but. Road trip? Maybe. <laughs> but but the fun part, though, one of my dwarves did actually intercept the ball. He needed a six. And lo and behold, the dice gods actually decided not to shit on me and gave me the six. <laughs> So my one dwarf caught the ball and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do I do with this? Oh my god, it worked! And, and it wasn't like a rudder or a slayer. It was a blocker. Blocker. He wasn't all, supposed to have the ball. With all no. of four movements. Yes. So, he, you know, he somehow just... Kind he, of the last person you want to have the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but at the same token, it was just one of those. He decided to do something crazy and tried to jump. I'm sick of the fucking runners getting all the spotlight. And lo and behold. He was trying to get a beer from the stands <laughs> and the ball ended up his head. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, was, ye- he was yelling at the Bugman's, uh, the Bugman's man in the crowd, you know. Bear, Bugman's. Budweiser, over here. Put, put his hand up. Boy, Bugman's. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this isn't a fucking Bugman's. Oh, right. shit. Tries to drink it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. The way my dwarves performed, yeah, they were drunk as hell. More, <laughs> more than more than normal for your average dwarf. Next time you gotta have your rudders like go in like a zigzag pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Great, and have them vomit everywhere. Yes, that's what I need. I need them to fucking vomit all over the field. Hey, maybe your opponent will fill their uh, dodge checks. <laughs> the ground is slippery. You know, I probably would, you know, just on this whole note, like, I would probably watch sports a lot more, meaning at all, if part of the whole procedure for the players is that they all, every single one of them, had to be drunk out of their minds in order to play, in order to take the field, just so, like, yeah, it's sports, but it's drunk sports. I would totally watch that, John. I'd, I'd watch that. I'm all you need to do is go to a beer league softball game <laughs> and you get that. No, I'm talking about, like, you know, real sports. <laughs> it is real sports. TV sports. Oh, that's different. Those right. aren't real. <laughs> it's all scripted. <laughs> Just ask the New England Patriots. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> today we were comparing Blood Bowl teams to NFL teams. Yeah. So you got the Bears, who are basically the Orcs, uh-huh. because they can't throw, they can't catch, but their defense is amazing. <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> Maybe we're talking okay, the these... 2000s and 85. Okay, okay. That's about it. They can't throw, they can't catch, but they swear by their defense. Okay. Yeah. That. that yeah. You got, you got the goblins, where the New England Patriots, because there's always some sort of scandal, but they can't prove it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you get the lions, who are the ogres. They can't throw. They can't catch, and they like to injure other pe- other teams' <laughs> players. Well, depending on what era <laughs> you're talking about, that could be multiple teams. Yeah. Quick little disclaimer here. Myself and Nathan. Oh, yeah, by the way, it, if you haven't figured it out, Nathan, Brad, John. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Man, Hi. turns out we need a little bit of more structure to these podcasts because I think we forgot to do introductions tonight. Yeah, that's part of structure. Whatever. Anyway, John myself and Nathan aren't so good on the sports ball, but Brad. I understand sports ball. 
You understand sports ball. I don't ball, watch but, it. Right. I can but, understand it. But Brad is actually an avid watcher of sports ball and sports Yeah, puck. multiple sports. And so. sports puck. He actually yeah. plays sports puck. Yeah. I am the oddity here. <laughs> yeah. The nerdy jock. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But he, he did pick this. He did, he did pick the sport where it's socially acceptable to beat up other people. Well, yeah, the only sport where you can go to a fight and a hockey game breaks out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the only sport where it's okay to punch a dude in the mouth, and you only get five minutes to rest. <laughs> you, get, you get five minutes to rest after you beat the shit out of the other guy. You mean five minutes to get madder? No, no, just catch your breath. No, you have to catch your breath. Well, you get madder. Yeah, yeah. that too. It depends. Depends on why you threw the punch. Just because? Well, then you don't get madder. You just you, you <laughs> laugh it off with him. Tell a few jokes. So I saw a game. Cozy boxes are like, you know, all of like three feet apart from each other. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of hockey fights, I saw a gif of like two hockey players just going to town each other. And like two player and one player from one player skates up to the player from the other team and just kind of puts his arm around it. And the other guy puts and just kind of watching just like, oh, <laughs> like literally holding each other on the ice. I've seen that. That is fucking shit hilarious. Out of each other. Like, I want to say that happened in the uh, the junior leagues. That's what yeah. made it even funnier. Yeah, it's just like, oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now my favorite is um, they put two players into the fellow two boxes. They each climb over the wall into, <laughs> the, into the area between the two and continue beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> no, well, the favorite one I've seen well, was actually college When you put people in timeout, they need to be in opposite corners so the fight doesn't continue in timeout. <laughs> oh, no. One of the best ones I've ever seen, it was college. <laughs> yeah. And in college, because, you know, professional – Nowadays, they're starting to actually worry about players' faces. Right. Other than just goaltenders. <laughs> uh, because uh, several seasons ago, the minor league made it a requirement that everyone has to have a face shield yep. on Makes their helmet sense. for hockey. Right. To protect from the puck. Yeah. Well, I mean, after what's his name from the Hawks a couple of seasons ago, lost seven teeth in a season. Well, that's pretty normal. Yeah. But like it's about normal, but yes. But like that was like, but like that was his but that you, was his thing though. Like that's what they pointed out. Like when they're like going through all the players' like accolades for that season, just like and him, he lost seventeen. Like not what he contributed. He lost. It was what he not what he added to, but what he literally lost that game that season. Yeah. Like, like and you want to know the funny part? He routinely wears a visor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. If I lost seven of my teeth, I would too. But anyway, because the, at the professional level, there's a lot of teeth. guys that don't wear visors. They don't wear any right. face protection other than like a mouth guard. Uh, mouth guard. Yeah. Um, college, on the other hand, mm -hmm. you know, U.S. collegiate, you have to wear a full face mask, yeah. like you see in Pee Wee and high school and all of that. Right. Well. So that's the context. You know, wherever, Why your mask? Wherever you don't have the professional level insurance to cover it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and because you're students. You're, yeah. you're student athletes. You're not professional athletes no. at this point. So you're not getting paid for it either. Nope. Yeah, there's ways. There's ways around it. There's gifts that you're given. No, not scholarships. There's gifts you get. Yeah. Um, and even then, that's technically illegal, but they find ways around it. Loopholes exist for reasons. Exactly. And I like, can't gift you money, but I can give you a sports car. Right. It would make more sense if they gave them like a practical car so they didn't have to spend as much money putting gas in it or maintaining it. Well, they came to college or had some sort of vehicle prior to that. So if they were wise, they keep the reasonable car and sell the sports car. Yeah. But I, I have I knew this guy who There's ways around not have or not having to worry about the money yeah. and the maintenance yes. of the fucking car. Yes. <laughs> I once knew a guy though who was in, when he was in school, um, and one of my favorite stories of his school was sitting in class and he was trying to figure out how if it was gonna be a hard class or not. And he the second he knew it was going to be an easy blow off class is when half the football team walked in. Yep. 
Oh, yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, that's the way American school systems are from high school on. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, so in college, it was Michigan University, the University of Michigan yep. against Michigan State. Okay. Which naturally, anyone who knows college, they have a, a big rivalry because it's the same state. Trying to prove which one's better of the states. Pretty much. Like the Sox and the Cubs. Kind of. Less apocalyptic. <laughs> yes. But, so, <laughs> yeah, so like, the okay, Michigan fine. player gets pissed off, because I guess there was some, you know, cross-checking, hitting of each other. Yeah. Gets pissed off, throws off his gloves, grabs the dude by the jersey, and starts swinging. Mm-hmm. Neither has taken their helmet off yet, mind you. Right. So, full helmet, full cage. After two punches, the Michigan State player's cage goes flying off. As he starts getting pummeled in the face because he's trying to protect himself uh-huh. and trying to swing. But he realizes the other guy's helmet's off, not off, so he's not going to hurt his hand. So he's kind of, like, confused as to he's throwing punches, but he's, you know. Not doing anything. Not doing anything. <laughs> and this Michigan's and, do and this University of Michigan players just pissed beyond all belief. Right. Just pounding. This dude's face in until the refs have to come, like, three refs pull him off. Yeah. And I was just awestruck that I just witnessed. I mean, granted, being a – being a, I, I've played goalie. I've played forward. I've played defense, kind of. Um, exactly. I've attempted to play defense. <laughs> Best defense in the right? Hold the position. Yes, yes, yes. You're I know where, it's there. You know the concept. I know the concept. I just can't do it. <laughs> um. Granted, the cages are pretty flimsy. Yeah. I mean, even though they're connected with, like, straps, right. the two screws that hold it to the front of the helmet aren't the strongest. So, I mean, a good amount of force, you can pull it off. Right. You can rip those screws out. Right. Well, a puck's not going to be pulling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that this dude's punch, just two punches, ripped that fucker off his mask... You have to wonder if maybe they should have tested that, specifically that, before they start implementing these cages on them. Well, no, but they, they never did. thought that was going to happen, probably. <laughs> they tested against in- direct impact. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't think that some dude's going to be swinging for the fences. <laughs> but they should. But <laughs> the fact, the only the only two things that stuck out in my mind were, Jesus Christ, I can't believe that happened. He must be pissed. Right. And, oh, God, his hand must fucking hurt. He doesn't feel it. Not not then. He will tomorrow. He will tomorrow. Yeah. That's amazing. Blank. So yeah, on the note of rivalries, like, um, especially with in-state two sports team rivalries, I feel like there's not on a like professional level. Feel like Sox and Cubs are like, like the most violent one. No. no, no, New York, New York. Mm. No, maybe, uh, as I mean, far as inter, see the downside to that, like saying like most rivalries. Even though you have interstate, so like the Mets and the Yankees, right. or the Cubs and the Sox, or even multiple football teams or multiple sports teams in California, because yeah. they've got like almost three of everything. They've got yeah, the yeah, Angels, the the, Angel. the, the Angels, the Dodgers, the Padres. the Padres, and Oakland, the Athletics. Yeah. Uh, basketball, they've got the Golden State Warriors, Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Clippers, and the Sacramento Kings. Yep. Football. Oakland Raiders. Up until this year, because Oakland's mo- trying to move to Las Vegas, they've yep. had the <laughs> Oakland Raiders, 
They just got the Rams back in L.A. The San Diego Chargers. Okay, so that's three. Yeah, they only have three for football. NHL, they have the Los Angeles Kings and the San Jose Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks. So they're currently three of each type. At least. Yeah. Now, soccer, they've got one that I'm aware of. No, two. (laughs) They've got two, San Jose and... Los Angeles, but well, when you, you say that Nathan, but I feel like the rest of the world cares about soccer. They just call it a different name. <laughs> yes. Okay. Most but, Americans only care about soccer every four years when the World Cup comes up, yeah. and even then they really don't because they're rooting for other nations. <laughs> Here, there, and they stop caring once once uh, America gets kicked out. Anyway, my point so is, at the preliminaries. <laughs> <laughs> my point is like, never do I feel more suddenly anxious when it was like, you know, you're a soccer Cubs fan. It's like. What answer are you looking for here? What answer can I give you that's going to get me not stabbed? What, what, what if I told you I don't care about baseball? Like, they don't can like I just tell you I'm but, a Chicago fan? You'll just leave it at that. But like, I mean, like I'm saying, like, like the interstate rivalries are huge. Yeah. But now you you bring up, like, we'll say the co- the Cubs and the Sox. I am a Sox fan. Yeah. That's the way I was raised, and that's how I am. I am a Sox fan. Yeah. I care more, honestly, the games we play against Detroit uh, Kansas City and Cleveland, really, than I do the Cubs. Hmm. I mean, I do care when it's against the Cubs because it's the pissing contest to say, ha ha ha, we're better than the Cubs, no which has not been ha- happening recently. Somehow. I know. It's a strange world we live in. Yeah. We pissed off an ancient trickster Sumerian god. That's that's the only thing I can think yeah. of. Yeah. Um, world Series. Yeah. In case anyone forgot. No, no, that's but, and, then if you, and then if you ask a Cubs fan, who who do they hate more? They're going to say St. Louis. Probably. Because that's their biggest rival. Okay, so within, speaking within of that, this is a conference, another, right? Yeah. So speaking yeah. of that, this is a tangential thing. I was at a concert um, around about a year ago now. Um, it was a Montmartre concert. And for, for one of their songs, I wanted the crowd to join in and say the end of one. They wanted the crowd to scream fire for death, the song Death and Fire. And the singer, like, after we tried it the first time, the singer's like, that wasn't bad, but we were in St. Louis. And before he could finish his sentence, the entire fucking crowd, boo! <laughs> I was like, when did we hate St. Louis? We always have, for hockey and baseball. But then I remembered, the venue was on the north side. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, it wasn't just like, oh, boo, not Chicago. Like, no, like, there was hate in these boos. Oh, yes. And that's what I'm saying. And that's, <laughs> and that's why you'll see most rivalries. I mean, because realistically... Yes, Cubs and Sox fans do get riled up for the what in baseball they call interleague play because yeah. both play for a different um, either American or div- national, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, American or national. It's the kind of the same way in New York, right? When the Mets and the Yankees play, I think they call it the Subway Series because you can take the subway in New York to get to either stadium. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's that you know who's the biggest dick in New York and who's the biggest dick in Chicago. But it's more the rivalries for the other teams you play often right. or you have more steeped in history, yeah. like the Yankees and Red Sox. Uh-huh. That's where you see the most hate. Same thing, like, I'm a, like as you said, I'm a huge hockey fan. I fucking hate the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> I'm sorry, fans, if fans or listeners of Detroit, but I do. And I'm sure you feel the same way about Chicago. Even though well, I mean, for like the past what was it, three years until we got knocked out, until we didn't win the last Stanley Cup, I think everyone kind of loved to hate the Hawks. Yep. Yep. 
Um, some Chicago fans, we just loved the Hawks. It's just like, look, we're good at a sport, guys. Well, <laughs> I hate to, that's kind of how Chicago goes. It, there's a lot of people that become bandwagon fans when the teams get good. Well, I mean, but Chicago, specifically Chicago, though, like we don't, we go in sports. We have one thing that we have one team that's usually just one team, just the e one team that's each, good. Each decade is a different team. Yeah. The 80s was the Bears. And then when we. 90s was Bulls. Yeah, when we were all going to Bulls. Early 2000s Bulls, was White Sox. 2010s was Blackhawks. And somehow Cubs snuck in there. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this season goes. Apparently, this is the sports section of the podcast. Sorry, listeners, if you don't really care about sports, but. Yeah. In fairness, neither do I. It's just funny conversation to me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, recently in the NHL, the Detroit Red Wings used to be in the same division and same conference as the Blackhawks. Yeah. As of last year, they were moved to the Eastern Conference due to their location in the U.S. It was a smart idea. They are more East than Chicago, yeah. so yeah. they should have been in the Eastern Conference. But that still doesn't help when we lose to them <laughs> fucking a couple nights ago, and I'm still screaming at the TV because I hate the Detroit Red Wings. Wait, what night was this? Uh, Thursday? I just looked it up. Thursday, I believe. Thursday or Friday night. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> yes. My unfettered hate that we were losing to a team that's not going to make the fucking playoffs. Woosa. <sighs> oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure what John was portrayed as far as apocalyptic was there was a meme I found and showed him. And it shows this absolutely ruined post-apocalyptic city. It says if the, uh, uh, the Cubs and White Sox ever met in the World Series. Yep. Because <laughs> if the Cubs lose, the city's destroyed. If, if the, the Sox, Sox win, the city's destroyed. Or the Sox lose, the city is destroyed. Yeah. Uh, if the Sox lose, uh, the South Side becomes the Lower North Side. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and if the Cubs lose, then Vigilville becomes the Upper South Side. Yep. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who are not familiar with Chicago geography, that's where those two teams are from. Yep. Oh. Uh, we know that much. <laughs> yeah. Hey! So... So it's a weird thing about living in Chicago specifically. I feel like, at least with the area that we're in right now, is that we're kind of – it goes two ways. We're either okay with the Packers. There's either Packers fans or there's Bear fans. There's not really an in-between. Like No, there's not. I feel – but I don't care about sports is the thing. Yep. But the other day I was playing For Honor, and you know you can make your emblems, right? I saw someone who made a Packers emblem, and it made That's me awesome. No, it made me hate them, and I don't know why. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> like I just, I didn't even realize that. That's what. Like I just saw that emblem. I was like, I saw, it didn't register. It was a Packers emblem. I saw. It, I was like, fucking hate that guy. I didn't. It was before I even saw what character they're playing. Just I saw the name. Saw their emblem. I was like, but that's because you've been that conditioned. And that's exactly what it is. Like somewhere Pavlov is spinning in his grave. It's just it was a Pavlov during lunch. <laughs> Whereas I, on the other hand, being a Packers fan, <laughs> goes, that's the greatest thing ever, dude. You, see that you do say, brother! you. Brother! <laughs> you do you, bro. I'm one of those really odd in-between people. I'll just harass both teams. <laughs> You'll stir the pot. You'll stir the pot is what exactly, you are. Exactly, because I'll have people come in as Packers fans or I'll have people come in as Bears fans, and I'll annoy both of them. But, like, that's the thing is, I, I don't... annoyance at that, being a fan, when you do that, it's because you don't know the sport. You only know enough. That you can spew the hate or stir the pot yeah. because you've heard us talk shit about each other's teams. Well, but growing I, up in a house that watched football religiously, yeah. Yeah. Look, I don't care about either team. It's just I've been, like, Pavlovianly conditioned to hate the Packers. And I, but I don't care. Like, it's like, like, like oh, I have Packers fans. Well, fuck you too, buddy. It's just like, wait, I don't know. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't, I didn't mean that. That would, that literally, 
what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about football, guy. Like, please don't stab me. <laughs> also, you like, you really don't know what you're getting into here. <laughs> All I'm saying is the locks on my doors are not for my protection. <laughs> Someone breaks into my house. I am not locked in here with them. <laughs> <laughs> you were locked in with me. Yeah. And some Rorschach in the action in this bitch. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I love this is the running joke, though, with uh, with us three, though. Is like, when I first moved into this place, like, how you, when you and me, Nathan, we sometimes forget to lock the door. It's like, oops. What's the worst that can happen? We have some fun? <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? We clean it. We go a little uh, vigilante on them. Because seriously, ex-Marine and a Viking, and you break into their house. And no shortage of melee weapons to choose from. Yeah, I like how for a while we had a running joke about literally who would win of what race of that in that scenario, and we came to the conclusion that it would be you because you wouldn't stop for a weapon because you are a weapon. Well, also the axe was usually right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, and that's and you should get the sword like ten feet away from you, or just on me once I got the baldric. Yeah. But at first, you just had the sword like ten feet away from me. The axe was right next to me. Well, yeah, because it was at, it was after we came to that conclusion that you would win that foot race because I just stopped to get the weapon that I was like, I don't want to lose a foot race to Nathan. <laughs> he said he's straight up allergic to running at this point. Can't lose a foot race to no, someone who just, doesn't run. I'm not allergic to it. I just don't like it. Yeah, and there's therefore I don't do it. There's only three times that I need to run. I run all the time. I run out of patience. Run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. like. The only legit times you need to run when my life is in danger, when but the why cops are, are after me. <laughs> <laughs> if your life's in danger, run towards the danger. Depends on what Valhalla's the danger is. that way. Exactly. Valhalla's that way. Depends on what the danger is. True. Valhalla's that way. Lava? Valhalla's the other way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm not running into lava. Yeah, I'm not that dumb. Natural disaster type danger? Yes. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. the danger I'm talking about. Okay. But like, like, here's the thing, though. Most people have that reaction. Yes, run away from danger. Especially when we know it's coming. Like, um, what was it? Hurricane Sandy, I think, was the most, one of the most recent ones. Big, there's, you know, this, like, fixed camera view of New York Harbor. Talking about, you know, it's going to be a terrible hurricane, whatever. You know, how super dangerous to be outside right now. And then on live TV, some moron, maniac, comes skipping across the harbor on a jet ski <laughs> during Hurricane Sandy. And then there's that one guy, that fucking most metal motherfucker ever who's during Hurricane Sandy, like when it's all, or like the last hurricane, whatever, like crazy winds. He's outside holding the American flag, long hair, spitting his hair in the hurricane winds, <laughs> and someone overdubs Slayer onto it. <laughs> <laughs> Zero raining blood onto it. Zero fucks were given that day. <laughs> what made it, though, wasn't the whole hairspring thing, but that he's holding the American flag while he's doing it. <laughs> zero fucks were given that day. Seriously. Speaking of zero fucks were given, and I think that I think that video came from Florida. Florida, in its own way, is kind of a gift to this country for the headlines. Because Florida specifically, man is a hero. I was just going to get to that. Florida man. not a hero, but he's for, Florida man. He's not the hero super, we need. He's, he's not the hero. He's human being. He's not the hero we deserve, but it's the one we need right now. <laughs> That I think he's goes. the other way around. I think he's not the one we need. He's just the one we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Florida man's antics, I saw one headline of a guy who went toe to toe with a gator because he was eating a bald eagle. And he just and I quote, paraphrasing anyway. I'm gonna paraphrase the quote of what the guy said when he when he to why he went into the water with the gator. 
because he couldn't stand to see the symbol of our country be devoured by a gator. So he fought off a gator and literally saved a ball. He goes like with his bare hands. Florida man, everyone. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's one, well, better, that's one of the well, better things he's done. Yeah. Yes, but, but talking, <laughs> yeah, usually Florida talk, isn't so much a superhero. No, so much but talking about like, people saving stuff, that was like the guy in Australia who punched the kangaroo. Yeah. Because the kangaroo grabbed his dog. Okay, without, that's a stupid reason to say it. It's a dog. Get a new no, one. No, 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 no. Dogs no. are awesome. Fuck off. I mean, it depends on what kind of dog. You're also not Any a dog, dog person. What's that? You're also not a dog person. I am a cat person. I mean, I like dogs. Don't get me wrong. I like dogs. But you don't have your own dog. Exactly. No. So you, you don't you, understand. Yeah. I mean, when I had my golden retriever, I loved all that dog, but like. But anyway, I also don't want to die to a kangaroo. I feel like that's one of the dumber ways I could die. Yeah, but the funny, <laughs> but the funny part is, if you've seen the video and Google this, the man runs up to the kangaroo because it's got like a grip on the dog. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he runs up to the kangaroo. It lets go of the dog, stands up, squares to him, up to him, squares up to try and scare him, and the guy just pops him on the nose, <laughs> just just pops the kangaroo, and he gets hit. Rocks back, and you can see the look on the kangaroo's face. It's like, what the fuck? That doesn't usually what happen. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you just see his arms dangling there. Like, like it was shocked. Uh, uh, uh. Hamster got knocked off the wheel. Yeah, it was shocked. <laughs> it was just like, what, 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 what the fuck? And the guy just looked at it for a second, kind of got uppity again just in case it was going to come at him, and then turns and walks away. <laughs> And the kangaroo's still sitting there looking at him like, the fuck did you do? <laughs> wow. I'm suddenly on that guy's side. That's fucking awesome. I thought that story was a lot dumber. No, it, it, he legit ran without without any fear for his own safety. Into a kangaroo. To save his dog. Runs up, punches it in the face Into with a nice... Then kangaroos can eviscerate the fuck out of you. Oh, yeah. Man. Speaking of Australia. Hi, Patrick. <laughs> I told... I, 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 doing, I led you into that. How you doing, bud? You working on those models still? Yeah? Don't forget to clean your brush. All right. Cool. See you, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Well, speaking of uh, also Australia, you guys familiar with the emu war? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I've looked that up on, on Wikipedia. So for those of you who are not familiar, Australia at one point in their history, I think it was around like pre-world. I think it was after World War One. Yeah, between the two war big wars, decided that some emus needed to go, <laughs> and somehow lost. They didn't take any casualties, but they still lost. The emus didn't take any casualties either. Yeah, no, they took several bullets. Like they did kill a few emus. Yeah, but when they examined them, like you know, they examined them, they saw that after the kill shot, there were still other bullet wounds in them from prior engagements. <laughs> Those things just don't give a fuck. Like, no. I mean, welcome to Australian wildlife, also known as tyrannids. <laughs> or, you know, or, America. Or, or Katachin. The, yeah, Katachin or like Katachin Earth's wildlife. Thunderdome. Nature's Thunderdome. <laughs> well, like, I mean, and it's so Mad weird. Max is in Australia. <laughs> so oh my god, this, maybe maybe that like it's it is it's in Australia. Maybe the rest of the world is fine. <laughs> <laughs> and something just happened in Australia. That could be a very valid point. Like the rest of the world is fine. Like you know, in the most recent one, Fury Road, where they look up and they see the satellite. You know, you know, they say that you know, used to colonize stars are. Oh, we're still up there, man. Like Australia, like the rest of the world is fine. Like you do, you Australia. <laughs> we just not. We don't want to intervene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're afraid to intervene. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I was showing Nathan this week because I was watching 40k theories. Because I was you can't tell. I, I really bored. don't go on YouTube to watch things. <laughs> You don't, but I do. I know. Cause and I get here. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, forty K theories is fun. Is a I've fun listen. He's. I'm not going on YouTube. Yeah. Well, you also don't have a computer. I have a phone. But, like, yeah. Yeah, but I have a phone. I have an Xbox that has YouTube. That's true. But anyway, because yeah. he, because he's sponsored by Cromlech now, I went on to Cromlech's site to see the models that they do because they do upgrade stuff for 40K. Right. And they made World War One slash World War Two green skins. Oh, my God. They, they're orcs. That look like Deathcore. Sweet. They're they death. Awesome. They're That's death amazing. Corks. Death corks. Death corks. That's fantastic. They have great coats. They have stahlhelms. They have gas masks. That's amazing. They label them as World War II, but it could easily go either way. Uh huh. Either late eight nineteen eighteen or you know nineteen forty. I'm being handed a phone. With the picture of them. That is amazing. And the big shooter is at MG42. <laughs> they, oh my god. <laughs> I want to order these they've fuckers. Got MP40s. Yeah, they've got Schmeisers. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. That I want a squad. I want a squad just because. That is the best thing I've ever seen. Yes. That might start works now. Just for that. Yeah. Hop on the uh, Bad Back style armies. <laughs> No man, just do a, a World War One, World War Two, orcs and trench line. Yes, with using those because they've already got the half track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of them. But yeah, two different sizes. And I could totally justify building the uh, Schwerer Gustav artillery piece mm-hmm. <laughs> using a basilisk. You scale down just so you actually be able to use it on table. No, 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 no. What you do is you take the Aquila cannon off the fortress. And you put it on a giant set of tracks. Add some length to it too. Yeah, but it's orcs. It doesn't have to make it look it look like legitimate. You could just pick no, no, make nine barrel. or ten different barrels glued together. The uh, what's it? Not the Vanquisher cannon. The Bane blade. Uh, the Bane blade Titan Hunter one. Uh, Shadow sword. Yeah, that one for the barrel. Not as big around, but longer. No, glued onto the end of the uh, cannon. Or something. It's orcs. It doesn't have to make sense. No, I'm just thinking. I think the shadow sword cannon would fit inside the Aquila cannon. Mm. Well, when in doubt, there's always brass pipe. Exactly. Yep. Or PVC pipe. Yep. Either Much way. easier to cut. I suppose so. And lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cheaper. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes, that's true. I am the pauper of this place. Eh. Doesn't matter. Cheaper's always better. Yeah, I'd still yeah. go with the PVC pipe. Yeah. Yeah. You won't burn through your saw as fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yes, that that would be a fun orc army to do. Get like a Halloween skull for the end of it so like the barrel's coming out of the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Have their great coats be red, and I would call them the Crimson Commandos with a K. Yes. I could see that. Black Stahlhelms. Red great coats. You need yep. to turn the orc flyer into a uh, tri-wing. Oh, that's easy. But make sure at least one's painted red. If it's fight a bomber, right? I'd actually go with the uh, uh, uh the super shooter one. Um, but I want I want a Stuka. I want a dive bomber. Oh, you can do one of those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need the uh. But you but Baron. your ace needs need to be the red, the red Baron. Baron. Yeah. And the Red Baron, you could just put three, glue three sets of wings together, and 
<laughs> people almost do it like uh, X-Wing style where you got like the one wing instead of going straight they're like a couple offsetted wings <laughs> <laughs> it's a tri-wing yeah it's just a really odd one it's orcs it doesn't have to make sense exactly, exactly. and then you keep one to be a Stuka dive bomber sure mm-hmm. That that's when you use the actual fight Obama as the dive bomber yeah and then their super DACA jet as that's the that's it the DACA jet oh yeah, I just threw that out there. Yeah, I didn't no, no, even remember that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right the jet. Oh my god, I got something right without even knowing. Nice. Holy crap. It was bound to happen eventually. The hamster moved. <laughs> <laughs> twitched. It twitched. <sighs> it's it's leg on its side next to the wheel. I just kind of decided to push the wheel a little bit. <laughs> it just kicked its leg out and moved the wheel. Well, it's, dreaming. it's sleeping. Yeah. Its leg just twitched and moved the wheel. <laughs> But yes, the Daka Jet's your, your Red Baron. Okay. Sure. This will never happen, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a group collaboration. House Army? I'll help you with the vehicles. I know you will. It's kind of your thing these days. I like kit bashing things, and now I get to do it a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And I learned how to use green stuff in different ways. <laughs> yeah, like maybe. making sheets of green stuff. Making sheets of green stuff. You can make great coats. But they've already got the models. Got more of them. But they've already got the models. Oh, you mean for other things? Yeah, for other oh. like, So your honor knobs have great coats. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. The commissars. <laughs> oh, they do have a commissar one, too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> Crimson Commandos. <laughs> I feel like even the listeners can hear the, my wheels turning now. Like, I want this to happen. Well, you can. Well, then they wouldn't squeak so much. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do it. It's just not. You can even do it without being great coats, too. Yeah, but then what's the point? All your knobs have. Uh, all your, your knob units, your stormtrooper, and your storm boys. <laughs> Man, we are towing a dangerous line with this. <laughs> not really, because you're not going to get around to it. Well, yeah. Soon. <laughs> Eventually. But probably not, though. <laughs> Except, like, for the next year, a couple of years, you're just going to get orcs for your birthday and Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, probably. <laughs> I've got enough space marines to last me through the apocalypse, maybe. I mean, at, nah. le- at, at least through some sort of like catastrophic winter scenario where I'm snowed in because I've got at the pace that I work on stuff, Nathan. Well, that's not saying much. Exactly, like the pace that I work on stuff, I could, I could work on this stuff for the rest of my life. I probably will. Well, that implies you're actually working on it, though. Yeah. I took the strand wrap, the, the cellophane off one of those things. Ooh. I don't remember Progress. what. Progress. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Brad looking like, did he? <laughs> box. That was all shiny. I think it's that one. Which, which box? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It wasn't cellophane. I just opened a bag of chips. Uh, <laughs> got our hopes off. Uh, and dashed them quite expertly. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, Fail. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. <laughs> well, fuck you two. I mean... Dinner first, then we'll talk. <laughs> Sorry for having standards, Brad. I like to be wined and dined before I get fucked. That's your problem. 
Well, that interior looks prude. Yes. <laughs> I mean, given my attire, I'm not necessarily asking for it either. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I may have misspoke there. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Oh. <laughs> I mean, your shirt is perfect for this uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm wearing a parental advisory shirt, yeah. Oh, good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got the Crimson Commandos. Yeah, the Crimson yeah. Commandos, that'll never happen. At least not if I'm the one in charge of them. True. Very so, true. so Rad, what are you going to make your Mad Max army out of? Shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Mad Max Eldar. Whoa. With a whole bunch of Raiders and Venoms and Star Weavers as your... Pursuit trucks. Hmm. Now there's an interesting thought. Hmm. Kind of like, kind of scrappy them up a little bit. Have some, like, noxious pipes coming out of them. Yeah, that could work. That could work. That could easily work. Mm-hmm. And just have all of them just piling out of all the raiders and... But then again, that actually <laughs> means I have to do a Mad Max-themed army. You don't have to, but it's funny. Have to? fucking get to you <laughs> which eh. or you could do like a renegade guard auxiliary for your iron warriors yes mad max style just push forward <laughs> all their vehicles have to be ramshackled because that's what they got left to fix before <laughs> the battle begins yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, working in fully working condition vehicles are for Space Marines only. Yep. The auxiliaries take what they get. <laughs> hey, this thing's this thing's semi intact after the battle. Fix it. We got two hours. Lord Legionary, <laughs> Lord Legionary, this is just a cardboard box. Hey, Have at it. Here, here's the metal's end. expensive. Here's here's the remains of four tanks. You have two hours to make one working one. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but. But, Lieutenant, this is not a grenade. It's just potato. But grenades are for winners. <laughs> iron within, iron without. You kill someone with potato, we give you grenades. <laughs> the potato is your power source for your truck. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work, you get vodka. Yep. I could see Win-win. Yeah. <laughs> Either the enemy dies or you get vodka. Win-win. True. When you kill the enemy, keep the potato and get vodka afterwards. Yeah. Win-win-win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Keep going down this one. <laughs> yes. It's a long and winding road. <laughs> uh, wind. Wind. Oh, wind. I don't know. I'd be more tempted to try and do a, a fucked up version of a Power Rangers or, <laughs> <laughs> or Voltron army. Use the towel to make a Voltron army. Yeah. Your storage shirt is like multiple broadsides and cross suits matched together. <laughs> yes. What well, would be an easy I army like to, to do, though? Happen. There was an idea that was being tossed around the shop a while back for, I think it was an Eldar army, of like an Autark and then several of the flyers, right? I don't know how many. Go on. Benny and the Jets. This was a long time ago. That was a long oh, time ago. Wow. This is where I started going to the shop. Yeah. Just one Autark and a bunch of flyers. Benny and the Jets. God. <laughs> I think that was before we had plastic jets. For the Eldar. 
Could be. Hmm. Or oh. maybe, well, it might have been right afterwards. I think it was right after. What would be fun to try um, using the guard um, and then using the Inquisition fighter that the Death Watch have and making Starship Troopers. <laughs> I mean, you've already got the Tyranids to go up against them. Paint them yep. like the, the Arachnids from Starship Troopers. Yeah. That would work. That would work. That would super work. Yeah. Because we know that's where they came from anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> we know that's where that idea came from. Oh my god, do a reenactment of uh, Clendathu. <laughs> <laughs> Either Clendathu or when they're on uh, Planet P. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That'd be hilarious. Oh, shit. Now I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's my idea. You've got Mad Max, Nate. You've got Starship. You've, you've got your Crimson Commandos. Yeah. Commandos. See, if I'm going to do that, it's not going to be a Mad Max army. Like, it's going to be actually, like, No, you're surprising. saying Mad Max. I'm it's, just saying Yeah, like, surprisingly is... dignified orcs. Yes. It's a lot of work to make those trucks dignified looking. That's why it'll never happen, Nathan. <laughs> you doubt my abilities. No, I mean, for me to do it. Because as we all know, I'm allergic to manual labor. What manual labor? <laughs> well, manual means using your hands, right? <laughs> it doesn't require elbow grease. It's not manual labor. Mm -hmm. I have been doing this hobby all wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing, Nathan. There is no trace of old lines on my models. Not with all that elbow grease. That's nice. Also explains why there's so many divots in them. Yeah. <laughs> Brad is looking like he's... Piecing this one together. No, I'm I'm still on the Starship Troopers. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what kits I could use to make the dropships. Yeah. <laughs> what I could kit bash together to make dropships. Hmm. I guess it depends. Are you going to wait for them to make the new movie for Starship Troopers before you decide? How you wait, is that thing that's happening? Yes. Uh huh. Since when? Uh, like uh, a year ago, it was announced. Oh, no wonder I didn't hear of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at the wrong parts of the internet. Yes. Listen, so, man, so I, the, I don't look at the internet. So I make dick jokes on it. So yeah. far, the ideas out there, I and from what early theories I have read, from like the whole, this is what we currently know. Yeah, they're thinking of actually going closer to the books as hmm. opposed to the Paul Vanderhoven movies, right? Hmm. Which be which would be a a lot more like because I have read the book, right? It's a lot more like. All quiet on the Western Front mm -hmm. with bugs and aliens. Interesting. It's a lot more personal, in-depth... Talky. Talky than it was... Gung-ho, high-flying action. Gung-ho, high-flying, shoot em up Hey, look, there's tits. Gung... <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, there's tits again. Wow. People getting ripped apart. Right. Fair enough. I feel like that'd be an interesting thing, but like for people who aren't familiar with the books, I feel like they'd be fe they would feel misled. Unless you read a book. Reading's hard. I know. Yes and no. Not unless there's pictures. And honestly, I would love to see them remake All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Because the... But I mean, both both versions of the movie, the, the original 1930s, and then the one made in the 70s, yeah. with Ernest Borgnine and the dude who played John Boy from the Waltons, I can never forget, remember his name. Uh -huh. um, both were not incredibly close to the book at all. Right. So, I mean, 
I'd like them to remake it so it's more action-oriented, <laughs> like the movies. Because the movies were really good, and it really showed the horror of World War One. But it was more intellectually speaking. Yes. Right. And same thing like the book by Eric Marie Remark, I want to say. Listeners, Google that. I'm probably butchering it. It was a wonderful book, and it was very... And what's funny, when I read it, I was still in the Navy... And the Navy. oh shut up! <laughs> <laughs> and the book really hit home because there's certain parts in the in they the book. They want you. They want you. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> um. That talking about um, like he goes home on leave, and people are sitting there and questioning him like, "Well, the war's going on. Why aren't you wearing your uniform? Why aren't you wearing your uniform?" And he's like, "Civilian clothes are more comfortable." Yeah, yes you they know, are. I have to be in uniform all the time. Right. I, this is comfortable. I don't want to be in uniform all the time. Right. It kind of hits home. Yeah. Especially when you're in, and it's like when you go home on leave, and you know, either your friends, I or can wear a t-shirt. Predominantly family are like, why didn't you bring your uniform? Because I don't want to fucking wear it. <laughs> I want to wear people clothes. <laughs> it's not that I didn't like wearing my uniform. It's not yeah. that you know I'm proud of everything I did. But they're not comfortable. For long periods of time. For long periods of time. And I'm not going to go around in my dress uniform all the time. For one, it's not even authorized everywhere. Exactly. Well. It depends on what level of it. Yeah, depending on which one you're talking like dress, about. Like uh, Marine Corps Dress Blues Alphas, there's only certain places, there's only certain type of events you can go to where it's actually authorized to be worn. Yeah. Like, it is a very formal attire. Yeah, but you're talking of, but you're talking like full medals. Yeah. You know, even yeah, just class of dress blues. Yeah, but if you're wearing your dress blues with ribbons, yeah, it's a lower class. It's a lower class, but I mean, you can still wear it anywhere. It's acceptable everywhere. Yeah, that's like the navy. Still not comfy. <laughs> True, but that's that's like the navy being. Yeah. Your dress blues, no matter what season it is, technically your dress blues are always in season. You could show up in the middle of I, a I desert command. Our, our uniforms never in the U.S. Out of season, so. Yeah, they did. Your camis. Only, only camis. Mm-hmm. But yes and no. They only went out of season in garrison. And depending on which garrison it was, they didn't change over. True. But. Yeah. You're getting what I'm. I know. But yeah, it was I just. I tried to it, make a joke and you ruined it. Okay, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, but that was really cool to see in the book is just how, because the man who wrote it was actually. I, if memory serves me correctly, did serve in World War One. So when he wrote the book, it was a lot of... It was very introspective personal experience. Yes. Thing. Yeah. And it is. Listeners, it is a great book to read. No pictures, though. No pictures. And the movies aren't actually aren't that bad. A lot, Whether well, you watch the 30s version or the 70s version. Well, isn't... The, they're both kind of considered... Um, Classics. Yeah. Well, the 30s version is the considered... The classic, right? A, is actually truly a classic. Yeah. The 70s was um, was trying to be an almost shot-for-shot shot remake. Right. Or it took heavily from the same mm-hmm. shots, but it was updated. Yeah. But it's a great movie. It's interesting that they would do it that way, too. Well, I mean, perhaps not for a classic like that, but you, it's almost, you wonder why more remakes don't necessarily do that with things that are coming up more recently now. Like, um, the... The nin- for example, the Ninja Turtles movies. People have like a lot of like nostalgia. Like they really cherish the original. Like what was it? The 
90s yes. Turtles movies? Yes. Why not do a shot for shot with that, but with just updated everything? Um, probably because nostalgia glasses make it seem like they were better than they were. Maybe. Maybe. Yes but and no. That also could have due to the, to the um, production effects. Like, if they just mm-hmm. took all the... Like, cause I've been saying that for a long time, is why not take certain classic movies and literally just do a shot-for-shot shot remake with everything updated? Yep. But, but then again, it's just literally the same thing, just updated for younger audiences. I mean, they did that with the new Star Wars. Well, they did it with Star Wars and the new Rocky film. Yeah. Uh, the one about Apollo's Creed son. Mm-hmm. You watch it, and you realize it's Rocky it, is, it is very, very, very close to Rocky why? Why? 1. Why? why? I feel like why? I know why? how this is going to turn out. Why? why does this feel the same? Oh, yeah, because it's Rocky. Yeah. But here's the thing. That wasn't necessarily a criticism of the new Star Wars film. No. There's a reason they did it that way, because A New Hope is good. Mm-hmm. Why not do the same thing? It also came out 50 years ago. No, uh, 40 years ago. Yeah, and it's still good. Mm-hmm. And because it also brings an element of you're starting with, starting to add new characters to the series, but it's familiar. There's enough yep. familiar familiarity there that it's not like the prequels. It's you feel you know it's kind of like a comfy blanket. What it was, I was just about to say what that movie was. It was safe. It was safe. It was the comfy blanket. But let's be honest, any movie with the word Star Wars on it would have been safe. As far as from the production point of view. Yes. Unless it's George Lucas Presents. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah, like, you've, been burned by, you've been burned by that a few too many times. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but word, I feel like the word's Christmas special. I'm going to bell here. <laughs> God. That horrible, horrible. I, just sent a, I probably just sent a few, more than a few of our listeners back to Nam with that one. <laughs> There's a reason they try to purge it from existence. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it lived. Oh God, (laughs) lived through exterminatus. Yes, one of the few things that would, like cockroaches and Nurgle's rot. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like that. That new Starship Troopers, if it does go more close to the book, especially the books are more kind of well colored on the Western front with aliens. I mean, shit, they did Pride and Prejudice and Zombies as a movie. Why not this? Yes, but also I don't know if you guys remember because i remember as a kid and i actually owned them on disc but then i sent them to my buddy who enjoyed them more than i did um do you remember the starship troopers chronicles in the i want to say mid to late 90s if not early 2000s i wasn't really into starship troopers as a lad to be honest it was a cgi they were mini episodes okay it's i want to say eight or nine episodes they were about an hour long hour hour and a half long Almost Band of Brothers style. Okay. But it was CG. Yeah. And it followed Razak's Roughnecks, like from the movie. You still had the same characters. You had Flores, you had Rico, you had uh, Carl. Carl. But, but other guys <laughs> were in the squad, and it followed them throughout. But the way they actually dropped from the dropship, there weren't drop ships it was a pod that they climbed into yeah and it ejected them out and it landed on the planet mm-hmm. they took those from the book so there were elements of this animated series that were closer to the books because they end up running into another race of alien other than the arachnids yeah that are they think they call them grays mm-hmm. 
you know, they're not like the little greys you see in like XCOM, but right. like tall, slender, but long heads and faces, mm-hmm. um, almost like Ka Mundi Ra from Star Wars. Okay. Just no goatee. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they run into these aliens. They kind of fight a little bit and then become allies. Well, that was taken from the book. If you've ever read the book, you're sitting there going, I remember that. And the way they drop in these pods, you're like, I remember that, too. So you'll get to see some cool shit that yeah. the, even the original, original, air parentheses, movie from Paul Vanderhoven didn't even have. Right. That sounds like it could have heavily benefited from. And that's why they were also called, because of the book, they were called Starship Troopers, because they dropped from the starships in these pods. Yeah. It was pretty fucking awesome, too, to read about, but... That's interesting. Almost like 40k drop pods, but one person visceral. per pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little less visceral. Yes. <laughs> and they weren't assault vehicles. Or kind of like the, uh, <laughs> you know, like Halo 2 drops you in the pod. Yes. Yeah. It was like Halo 2. That's <laughs> <a> better. <laughs> Halo 2 drops you in the pod. Halo is just like, you don't need the pod. <laughs> you could just fall from space. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, though he had like a re-entry suit though, right? Like, in uh, Halo no, Reach. Every time he came through, I'm not sure he was in a pod. No, no, in Halo Reach, not Reach. not Master Chief, your uh, Noble Six. Yeah. Which comes off the Covenant ship. Yeah, the reason yeah, that, yeah, that George couldn't come with you. mostly dead. Yeah, he had, he had, like, some sort of re-entry suit. Like, he didn't have a pod. They just had, like, a re-entry suit, and then George just throws him out of the ship. Um, yeah, he wasn't great when he landed, but, like, he still got up and literally no, walked it I, off. I want to say, wasn't there one of the Halos where Master Chief does fall through orbit and his armor's locked? Maybe. Maybe. Because it starts, it starts up that your armor's locked to like the Marines are poking at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was Halo Three. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say you fell through orbit with just your suit. Yeah. So I think they could survive. I, know, I remember from Halo Two, the ending, you were in kind of like a sh- yes. com- you were in a ship sort of thing, covering mm-hmm. the atmosphere. Yeah. That might have just burned away. Oh, that could have been too. Yeah. But I don't know. I've only played Halo Three once. It's like I said. And it's... I just played through the campaign. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, because <laughs> it was ODST that you came really in the pods. Oh yeah, because you were human. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That Does that mean you could awesome. swim? No, not in gear. No, okay. You still swimming in gear is hard. You still still got drugged down to the bottom and died. <laughs> yeah. Swimming in gear is hard. Not impossible, but it is hard. I think more than that context is more of just an- swim animations are hard. <laughs> Wouldn't know. Never tried to animate. <laughs> Let's ask Captain Sawyer. Thanks, Thanks Sawyer. Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to school for animation, isn't he? Yes, he is. That's uh, why I brought it up. Okay, cool. Neat. <laughs> Continuity. Yep. He's probably going insane. <laughs> As opposed to the rest of us. <laughs> Point. <laughs> Point. Point granted. But I think that's about all the time we got for this episode of Behind the Shield Wall. So um, we will catch you all guys next time. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to give us a uh, rate and a comment or review on any of the sites you listen to us on. And we'll see you guys next time. See you at Adepticon. See you at Adepticon, yeah. Quick yes. reminder of that. You know, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we'll be at Adepticon bouncing around. So look forward to plenty of convention coverage from that one. We will see you. But on that note, you know, get, get, get hyped. But until then, toodles.